Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Well, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. This is Richard Deitch, the host of the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Multiple times a week, our podcast will get you interviews with the most notable names in sports media, from broadcasters to dealmakers to people doing great work behind the scenes. Here's Hubie Brown. Anytime that you win an award, it's not just because of the announcer and the analyst. It's always because of the production team. That's the Sports Media Podcast with Richard Deitch. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, here we go on the podcast on Monday. What's up? Oh, hi, Jerry. I was just in a post-show meeting with Mark Chernoff concerning the anniversary show, so I didn't have time to go over all of my articles like I normally like to do. But I had a couple things here. I want to one thing that's annoying me, and I'm not sure why it's annoying me or if it should annoy me. Okay. And perhaps you can shed some light, Jerry. You've been in the sports radio business a long time. Something like that, yeah. Long time. So we heard rumors were that on Friday, uh, Mike Francesa and Brandon Tierney, who works for the CBS Sports Network, both on the radio side and on television. Right. Got into quite a brouhaha shouting match with each other. I heard this, yeah. Uh, on the, uh, You didn't hear the actual argument. No, the story you're talking about. You heard the story. It was covered in the newspapers. That's how uh, word spread. Uh, supposedly, I guess uh, Mike wasn't happy with uh, something Brandon said in a uh, New York Post or Daily News interview mm-hmm. about uh, his show versus Mike's show and that sort of thing. A big, a big brouhaha. So I thought, uh, oh, we like a good uh, argument. Let's uh, maybe I'll get Brandon Tierney on the phone. So I uh, texted him this morning, and uh, he uh, wanted to pass on the interview. Yeah. I just thought it was interesting in that, and not that uh, Boomer and Craig are above this either, but these talk show hosts make a living, a lot of them, wanting to get guests on the air that are newsworthy, in the news, Let's get their take. Sure. They're in the news. I'm sure they're ball busters to their producers. Get this guy on. Get this guy in. Why won't he come on? I can't believe he won't come on. What do you mean he won't come on? Then they get in a position where they're wanted on the air because they're in the news for a moment. Right. I'll pass. What was Mike's answer when you asked him to come on? Well, obviously Mike would not come on with us, but because of Mike and Craig war for know, many years. Uh, the only thing I can think of. So I just find that it's a little strange because he'll be the first to be looking for uh, uh, a guest that uh, did something that he's in the news for and wonder why he won't come on their show. The only thing I can guess would be his boss probably told him, this is over now. We're right. not gonna. We're not gonna further this. All right. And since his boss is down the hall, and he knows what we do in the morning, I could see that conversation happening. Where in which Eric case, Spitz may have told him, "Don't." Yeah, I think it's possible. Okay. Right. I mean, don't you think that's possible? That's possible. I'm not saying it's likely or it happened. Right. But if I had to take a guess as to why, I would think maybe Eric said, "All right, you said your piece. You guys had it out. Let's go and move on. Mm-hmm. We don't need this lingering." 
because they are going to see each other again today. Right. So if he comes on with you guys, you know, he comes on with Boomer and Craig, you know at some point he's going to say something right. that might gain a headline or further the story. Absolutely, Then he's going to walk in today and now battle him again. Right. So I kind of could see where if he was told not to or decided not to, I kind of get it. I understand your point as well. Thank you. This is what we do. You need a guest. You got to get the guest on. And I have seen, and this is nothing to do with Brandon or Boomer or Craig, because Boomer and Craig are great with it. But I have seen hosts that flip out on their poor underpaid producers because they're not convincing enough on the phone to get someone to say, sure, I'll go on for 15 minutes. Right. So I to- I, I see both sides. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Also, break. Jerry, uh, you should know that our um, uh, Boomer and Carton BNC postgame podcast get together at the alpaca farm in wall new jersey um still investigating gaining some traction gaining traction people are very interested on the internet i like Uh, tom Izzo's little advertisement he made for it right i'm going to tweet that out later when i tweet out this podcast nice um i went by there friday as i was going down the shore and uh there was a, a wedding being set up at the alpaca farm are the alpacas part of the wedding you know what I did not see them out. They were not out. They were which not I out. was not happy with. If I have a wedding, when I get married, Jerry, at the alpaca farm, I'm going to have all the alpacas roaming around. <laughs> and then that would be cool. That would be excellent. Is this your way of announcing? <laughs> I have not have not made any, any announcements. By the way, that would be awesome if you did it here. On the podcast? Yeah, that would be awesome. All right. I think. Don't you think? Uh, yes. Make definitely. your own news. Don't Make let anybody my, right. else break your news. Right, exactly. Jerry, I have a list of bunch of stories here. Where, like I said, I wouldn't get to. Uh, let me give you headlines. and you Oh, tell headlines. Me, rip and read. You tell me which ones you like. Okay. These 10 cities are home to the most well-hung men in America. Do you want to know what those 10 cities are? I'm not really interested. All right. Pass on that one. Cleveland fans watched a lot of porn after the Cavs lost the NBA title. Well, this title. is a recurring story, though. This is a recurring theme. This, so this comes... is any time a team loses a championship, right. Pornhub or all these sites. The free porno sites. Or yeah. they're up. The, the, the team that loses, that city, their fans get depressed and watch pornography. And it takes their mind off, again, takes their mind off the loss for all of four minutes, and then it's... Oh, we lost. Because you could see in this uh, this chart that Pornhub has put together for that Monday, Jerry, uh, as soon as the game was over, wow, did it spike spike upward the usage of pornography. So there's something about Shaq and Barkley and Ernie Johnson mm-hmm. that when the game's over, they see those three and they're like, all right, porn. It peaked at 1 a.m., Jerry. Just dudes with the lights out. You know what's so sad about that? The screen flickering in the dark. Here's what's very sad about what you just yes, said. Yes, Jerry. At 1 a.m., we only have an hour left of sleep. Yes. And people That's are up correct. doing that. By the way, your neighbor might be doing that. Uh, watching pornography? Like when you wake up at 2 o'clock right. or 2.10, your neighbor could be doing the deed. Right. How about that? Not specifically my neighbor. Either one. No. Seems like a family man, Jerry. I, well, I didn't mean him. Don't you have two neighbors? I don't know what goes on below me. Who knows? But you have neighbors. I do have neighbors on, on all sides. sides. That's true. You have people that live three apartments down. I'm just Their saying. neighbors, right. Everyone down. on my block is my neighbor. So really, there could be multiple deeds going on at the same time when you wake up. Right. When I hit that uh, garage door opener at 2 a.m. You <laughs> might frighten people. Right. Okay, that was a weird face. <laughs> 
Or you're making the noise. What are you doing? The garage door should be smoother sounding at this point. I suppose. Like, it just, like, it, it is abrupt when it wants to open. So why don't you do that? Invent a why garage. Why don't you revolutionize the, the quiet garage? A smoother garage open. door opening? Yeah, why not? That sounds like a great idea. You probably sell out like crazy. All right. Uh, Jerry, I'm like, going to give you these uh, cities with the most well-hung men in America. Oh, all right, back to that. Okay. Washington, D.C. Okay. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Right on. Phoenix, Arizona. I don't hear Basking Ridge yet. Not yet. <laughs> Tucson, Arizona. Oh, a lot of people in, in Arizona. Two places in Arizona have the most well-hung men in America. Atlanta, Georgia. Chicago, Illinois. Denver, Colorado. Call it Illinois. Illinois. The number one city with the most well-hung men, Columbus, Ohio. I'm they just claim, curious. check this out. How do we come up with Based this on the sales of Magnum size so condoms. I, that, that, we just wasted two minutes because that's what that's based on. 82% of men in Columbus, Ohio, when they purchase condoms, buy Magnums. That well, does not make any sense. I'm sorry I brought this to you, Jerry. That's okay. That's fine. It seems fugazi. I saw a thing, uh, a health, it was on one of the health feeds. Oh, a health Twitter feed, yeah. That says uh, to reduce the threat of prostate cancer, mm -hmm. a man should ejaculate 20 times a month. I, I read that as well. You saw that, right? I did see that. I thought it was eye-opening. It was very eye-opening. And uh, a zipper opening. Is that what, what motivated you? <laughs> well, it's only been four times. <laughs> All right, Jerry, how about this one? <laughs> By the way, we're not fooling around. That was legitimately out there on Friday. I did see that, yes. yes. This was a article that went around, and a few uh, uh, observant Twitter followers, podcast listeners, sent this to my attention. Okay. Headline reads, Badass Woman. <coughs> Sorry, Jerry. All right. Badass woman drowns rabid raccoon with her bare hands. A uh, woman in Maine, 21 years old, a woman from Maine. <laughs> Rachel. A woman in Maine. She's Rachel, 21. Woman from Maine. <laughs> Rachel Borch. She was out jogging on a wooded trail near her home. Right. When she suddenly came across a rabid raccoon blocking her path. Okay. Bearing their teeth on her a rabid raccoon rabid not a rabbit a rabid, rabid. the raccoon it's had rabies. Got rabies before she even had time to react jerry the raccoon came racing at her i knew instantly it had to be rabid she said she told the banger daily news she ripped out her headsets threw her phone to the ground and within seconds the raccoon was at her feet lunging at her wow mm-hmm Tell you what, pretty girl too. The fact that she didn't lose her head and she did this mm -hmm. because I have pictures of this raccoon. Right. <sighs> Borch happened to notice a shallow puddle in the path that her phone had fallen into. So now her phone's also wet, Jerry. Oh man. And what happened next is the real story here. Quote, I didn't think I could strangle the raccoon with my bare hands, but holding it under the water might drown it. She connected the dots quickly, 
On her knees, she dragged the raccoon while it was biting her, scratching at her. She took him to the puddle. With my thumb in its mouth, I just pushed its head down into the muck, Borch said. The animal was belly up. She held its head under the water of the puddle. It was still struggling and chewing at my arm. It wouldn't let go of my thumb, she said. She held it there for what felt like a very long time until it finally stopped struggling and it died. It's a yeah, great story. She's probably going to get a rabies shot, right? Definitely. In case, in case, she, got, in case she got scratched yeah. or something. Wow. I tell you, those things are ugly looking. You just put that into Google and the pictures of raccoons come up with the teeth out. Mm-hmm. Do you punt that thing like a soccer ball is what you would have to do. Her mother drove her to the local medical center. Her father went back to get the raccoon and packaged it up so that they could see if it was, in fact, rabbit. And how old was she, did it say? 21, Jerry. 21 years old. She's a little, wow, kid. Yeah, kid. Crazy. She was able to receive her rabies vaccine and tetanus shots. Well, there you go. Rabies has a 100% fatality rate in humans. If she'd have got rabies, dead. But badass woman drowns rabid raccoon with her bare hands. Okay, Al. So one quickie before we move on. I was just talking to Minko while I went out to do the John Minko? Yeah, yeah, John Minko. This poor bastard had uh, surgery on his mouth about two weeks ago, I want to say. His recovery time is like three months, he said. Really? What did he have done? I don't remember. I guess it's too complicated to ask what he had done, but is it because he's an older gentleman and it takes longer to recover from such things, no, or just the how involved it was? I think it's the procedure he had. They had they basically rebuilt something in his mouth or whatever. Really? Yeah, just crazy though. And he's like, the poor guy's in pain. Even Mark even told him, like, go home, just relax. And his response was, I can't go home for three months. It's crazy. Yeah, that's the thing. When you have something like that, you go home today, then, well, tomorrow's going to be not much different. No, well, you're exactly right. It's you like get... how I've come into work with my injured leg from softball. How long do you think you're going to be able to, to milk that Milk for? this thing for? Yeah. When's our next softball game? July 16th, which I can't go oh, to Oh, July either. 16th? I, I think I can make that one. Now, here's the thing. What happens if they don't play you? Well, I have to work my way back into the lineup, I guess, Jerry. I don't know. Good so question. what does that mean? You, you'll be happy just DHing and playing an inning in the field? No, I will not be. If I go there, I go to play. Got it. Jerry, the world's most pierced man, reveals that he has a normal sex life. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records. He's uh, 58 years old. His name is Rolf Buckholtz. He has 453 piercings. All over his body. Not only that, he has implanted horns on his forehead. Come on. Of his 453 metal piercings, Jerry, 278 of them. Think of that number. 278 of them are are in his genitalia alone. And he says he has no complaints in the bedroom from the ladies. God almighty. 278 piercings in his penis, 453 total piercings, horns implanted in his forehead. Oh, my God. I see. Yeah, no, no. I, you see him? Yeah. Can you? Someone's got to explain this to me. He says he has no problems in the bedroom, Jerry, but does have a problem with airport security. This is disgusting. Yes, it's not a great look. I, I don't understand the motivation. Yeah, I don't know about that. I always think people that are 
I'm going to go out on a limb here and make a, a gigantic um, statement. Like, a, what do you say that, Jerry? Like a general statement, generalized yeah. Yeah. statement. My feeling is people that are covered in tattoos are hiding from... I know. You always say that about <laughs> tattoos and now piercings, too, you think? <laughs> They're hiding from themselves, Jerry. I mean, this is like this is goofy looking. There's a reason why strippers and porn stars and NBA players are filled with tattoos. They've all had probably terrible upbringings. Possible. Not all, but possible. I mean, some of them. Most of them. I mean, not not everybody that's got a bad upbringing gets a tattoo. And not everybody's got a tattoo had a bad upbringing. No, a lot of tattoos. Covered. Like Covered this gentleman up. with the piercings. The problem I have with that is... My vague statement. No, And I don't know that it's not true. All right. The only issue I would have with it is the people I know that have them... Say, once you get one, you kind of become addicted yes. to them, and you become addicted to the process and the art and what else you can kind of uh, display on your body and express yourself. I don't necessarily know that people go to the tattoo parlor and say, I hate my life, cover me up. Right. Now, subliminally, maybe, but so many people have told me after the first one or two, they just they just love it. So you're, you're probably right. I don't know that you are or you're not. But I don't. I would rather give some people the benefit of the doubt. Why wouldn't they do a psychological study on that? Oh, how should I? Should I run the Why study? Why don't you call Pornhub? You two well, get together. I'd rather get a more what sophisticated place than Pornhub getting my to get do my study. Fine, call Brazzers. Is that one? Well, I don't think they do. They don't research. do studies. No, I'm talking about like Harvard Red tube studies. No, no, like a Harvard. Harvard, a Yale, if you will, Jerry. Harvard ain't taking your Columbia. Call. You know Columbia. You got 700 on your SATs. 680. Uh, not even 700. You'd be lucky if you can dial Harvard's number. The second time I took them, I got 800, so suck it. <laughs> yeah, suck it. They sit there and tell you 800 is what they these poor kids get in their first five minutes. Oh, come on. Yeah, oh, come on. They get five, 1500s. Here's a great one for you, Jerry. Survey. Ugh. Here's how much sleep happy people get. Okay, can I take a guess at this? <laughs> yes. Seven hours and 45 minutes. A recent survey of 2,000 people by a mattress company, Amerisleep, perfectly happy people get 7.1 hours of sleep per night. Okay. Mostly happy people get seven hours, and somewhat happy people get 6.9 hours. Okay. Women reportedly get the least amount of sleep. And they're happy? And those reporting the fewest hours also said they were the least happy. Less than 6.8 hours of sleep meant complete unhappiness in relationships, constant worry, and never a shred of gratitude. Well, that's not true. The report states. That's not true. It's just, I mean, I get six hours and 10 minutes sleep every night. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm good. You're very happy. I am. I find six hours is the number for me. Okay. That's it. I think that's fair for me as well. When I'm under six hours sleep, I feel awful. My, my head's groggy. You know, those four-hour nights or five hours, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Six plus six and a half for me is perfect. All right. That's good. On the weekends, I sleep seven and a half. Yes, that's nice. I do love a good weekend yes. sleep, Jerry. I, I've become something I never thought I would, and that is the, even on Monday, I'm like, is it Friday yet? And it's not because I don't like the work. It's not because of what my plans are for the day it's it, none of that it's because i can't wait to go to bed friday night you just want some sleep yes that's all 
Yes, there's nothing to me. Even if I go to sleep at 1030, I will still wake up at 6 o'clock. Right. I get my seven and a half hours, get up, everybody's sleeping, make a cup of coffee, all good. Kind of do some stuff in quiet. Right. I like that. Me too. Of course, that's how you live your life, quiet. Oh, mostly quiet. Right. I like the Saturday morning quiet to where you have to deal with now on the weekends because you have other people in the house. Oh, I like a Saturday morning because uh, I'll get up. And I look so forward to a cup of coffee. Yes, I agree. With my iPad, or I could read the news, like catch up on whatever sports news. Right. And what's going on in the world before anyone gets up. Because once people wake up, you feel like you shouldn't have your face buried in a Couldn't screen. Couldn't agree with you more. It's so true. So you get it all over with. That's exactly And right. I also poop before anyone wakes up, and I feel really great about myself. So those two things. Oh, I'm sorry, three things. Coffee... News, pooping, before the world wakes up, Jerry, they don't even know what was going on. Well, really, it's before the house wakes up. The world's up. Though the world's probably you, when you, uh, Serious question. When you're down there, do you ever get up at, and I know you hate cardio, which is why I'm asking. Yeah. Do you ever get up at 6 o'clock and say, you know, I'm going to go walk on the beach for a half hour? I've not done that, no. Really? Why wouldn't you? It's the iPads in the dining room. No interest at all in putting your headphones on and just walking on the sand and by the water. That does sound somewhat intriguing. But you've been down there for two years. How have you not figured this out yet? Never once. No, we've gone like, I've never once gone early in the morning by myself to go up Why there. not? I'm not sure. You should, I, you should do that Saturday. By the way, if I said to my girlfriend, wake up early on Saturday and let's go for a walk on the beach, she'd 100% be in. Right, so why wouldn't you do that? I, I never really thought well, of it. Well, you want your private time. I never thought, well, I do have to go to the bathroom. How about this? The coffee. After I go to after okay, I do so what I do. wake up. Make your coffee. Get a coffee. Take your iPad. Do do your your duty. Poop. Right? And then get her up. Hey, and walk on to, the beach. They're not collecting. You don't have to worry about beach badges. No or beach well, badges. I'm sure you have that, but you don't have to worry about any of it. Just get your exercise gear on, 730, head out to the water. Right. All right. And do some exercise. That sounds decent, Jerry. All right. Maybe you can do alpacas on Saturday Ooh. after you go out to the beach. I'd like to take an alpaca for a walk on now the beach. Now you want an alpaca on the beach. Yeah. Alpaca and alpaca on the beach. Uh, all right. I don't All know right, Jerry, the warm-up is next. It was actually uh, terrific today because it was not a, we weren't heavy on hardcore sports. Al, you have yourself a quiet Monday. All right, Jerry. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, good Monday morning. This portion brought to you by Dove Men Plus Care and a purse for what's up, Al Dukes. Oh, hi, Jerry. So not a great weekend for the Mets, though they ended it well with the win yesterday. Jacob DeGrom, the home run and the win. And the Yankees, if I would have told you after they beat the Angels last week to make it six straight wins that they wouldn't win again before coming home, would you have ever thought that was possible? Not possible, though, but that would have excited me at the time, though, Jerry. At the time? Yes. So you're an excited Met fan well, today I'm because a Met the fan, Yankees are struggling. And Craig's an obnoxious Yankee fan now, so losing six straight is somewhat interesting to me. I would have thought for sure, because the way these things go for us, if the Yankees have a bad weekend, they usually find a way to win Sunday so that we have to come in here and listen to right. him. In this case, a 4-3 game in the fourth inning, I think it was, and they couldn't push the tie and run across, and Craig will have a tough morning. And another... Not good outing by uh, Tanaka, Jerry. Uh, not great on Saturday. That is true. He Absol- loves the long ball. Did loves you- to give up the long ball. Well, and Earl, and as you always point out, you'll know in the first few yes. innings. And did you like, and maybe you saw this, maybe you didn't. If you didn't, you got to take a look at this. Did you see Chris Davis on Saturday? 
hit the pop-up, not run, and the ball lands in fair territory, and he gets thrown out at first base. Boomer's not going to like Right. That. That's exactly what I was thinking at the time. This is right up his alley. So you had that happen on Saturday, yet they still won. And, by the way, Chris Davis uh, had a home run yesterday. He was, I think it was 0 for 4, 0 for 5 Saturday. Had a horrendous day, but uh, so be it. All right, on to the nonsense, and that would be a former Yankee and A-Rod. Perfect, Jerry. It's uh, starting to be summer, almost summer, right? When is summer? June 22nd? Well, I don't know. It was 86 degrees yesterday. Oh, so, so I'm going to gonna say summer. summer. So I think June 21st, I think, is officially summer. Your uh, sports celebrities are on vacation, Jerry. Sure. A-Rod and J-Lo flew to Paris, the France, that's in France. They went to visit the Louvre. The Louvre, Eddie, or the Louvre? The first one. Louvre. It's a art museum. Did you just say the Louvre? Yeah, because it's got a VRE in at the end of it. Is it, it but something about Mary? Probably Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett Favre. <laughs> um, they went to see the Mona Lisa. And the way the article that I read was interesting, they go, uh, A-Rod and uh, J-Lo went to the Louvre to see the Mona Lisa. A-Rod is an art collector. Le Cajon Falls. <laughs> As if A-Rod's like, what's the Mona Lisa? What is it going to cost me to go home with this Mona Lisa today? <laughs> I don't think there's enough money on the planet. I think the Mona Lisa is one of those paintings, though, that they put behind glass now. Sure. So you're not really seeing... To me, it's like the Grand Canyon. You go you all go this there, way. You look at it and say, now what? Now what do I do? <laughs> right. Oh, that's the Mona Lisa. Looks exactly like it does online. Right. Scratch it off the list. Yeah. Like, what's the point? And I think the Mona Lisa is one of those paintings that because it's behind glass, they don't let you take pictures of it for fear that the flash of your camera over time, all these flashes will deteriorate the Mona Lisa. So you can't touch it. You can't, can't take a picture right. of it. You basically just look at it and move along. Yeah, but like you said. I mean, said, what a waste of time. You could go online to do that. Yes, we know what the picture looks like. Yeah. Are you into art at all? Not at all, Jerry. Not at all. So you're a Kohl's twenty nine ninety nine art deco wall art type of guy. Yeah, that was the thing. They go, oh, A-Rod buys all this art for his walls. I get my art at Home Goods or Target. Yeah, it's great stuff, by the way. It's fine. But the problem is then like, when you go to other people's houses, you see the same art on the wall. Uh, yeah, because it's mass produced. Did you see the Metallica the documentary? Yes. When I forget which one, it was some called. kind of monster. Yeah, where they were going through uh, rehab and therapy and all that stuff. And I forget which one it is. Uh, maybe it's Lars. I forget the big art collector. Oh, yes. And he decided to sell all his art. Now these are guys that have so much money they don't know what to do with it. And they were he was celebrating like you couldn't believe because he sold a piece of art for about six hundred thousand dollars. Right. That's art. That is art. Do you have anything in your life worth $600,000? No, but I did do one of those things where you go and drink wine and everyone in the room paints the same thing. I did that what one time. What happened to you? We painted a, uh, a Bruce Springsteen, oh. the Born in the USA cover. Right. And mine came out as if Bruce had put on 60 pounds. Well, you were drunk. I, I guess, yeah. And but you're his, also not an artist. His buttocks was wider than it should have been. <laughs> uh, and then Tom Brady was at the Great Wall of China with mm. his uh, son. Okay. That I'm kind of interested in because you could at least walk the Great Wall. Right. That's a couple so that's miles a long, you, right, Eddie? You like to hike? Yeah, just a couple of miles. It's very cool, by the way. I've been there. It's cold in China? Miles. I said it's, no, it's, it's a cool experience. Oh, cool in China. Yeah. By the way, the chances of you getting to China no chance. are about the same of me going to Poland tomorrow. But at least it's like you said, the Grand Canyon. Like, what is it? At least you can walk that. Time oh, out. Yeah. Time out. You've Grand... been to the Grand Canyon yes. with a young Filipino man. Well, I went on a tour. He Right. We, we uh, helped... well, you describe it however you right. wish. Let's you not get caught up in the details. You weren't. It didn't. 
inspire awe? In no, you? it was like exactly like Jerry said because I right. always thought I'm going to go to the Grand Canyon for a vacation. Give me seven days there and <laughs> do what? I was thirty minutes in. I was like, when's the bus go back <laughs> to right. Phoenix? I'm with you. Hmm. What, Eddie? You shake your head all you want. I, I different would... strokes for different folks. Indeed, you yes. want to go walk in the woods for a week and a half? Go ahead. I'll mm-hmm. pass. You're going to pass on that yes. and the Great Wall of China. Me, then... I love Eddie to death, and we've got this in common. Outside of this, nothing. Oh, nothing else in common. Nothing. Not really. All right. Nothing. Well, nothing, Tom Brady, nothing. I saw a video of him throwing a football on the Great Wall of China. Okay. What was the point of the Great Wall, Eddie? That was to stop uh, other countries yes. from coming in? Yes. All right. And you can see it from space. Oh, outer space. Got it. <laughs> and you uh, really just asked that? And then, Jerry, I don't know if you saw this. Shark Week is a big thing on Discovery Channel. <laughs> this, to me, is stupid. <laughs> what are we doing now? This is, but not the uh, A-Rod at the Louvre or the... Oh, no, I, what did I say? That I said, on sense. with the nonsense. Oh, on with the nonsense. Right. Le Cajon Falls. Uh, uh, Shark Week, Discovery <laughs> Channel. Very big. Which I feel like they do Shark Week now every two every or three other months. Week. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like every, oh, Shark Week again. 26 weeks of Shark Week. So Michael Phelps is going to race a shark. That's stupid. Now, I was reading that sharks go 25 miles an hour swim. Right. Now, they're making out like the shark is going to be in this lane. It's not going to be an Olympic pool <laughs> with one lane shark. One lane Stay Phelps. in your lane. <laughs> that would be great. That would be cool. Not going to happen. you Michael now. Phelps is going to be in some protected it's thing. a shark. Of course he is. Like the poor guy that got gored to death. I forget where. Maybe Spain. The bulls. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah. He tripped over his cape and then got gored to death. I don't think they're going to have Michael Phelps in the Pacific Ocean racing his shark. Right. Where if he loses, he really loses. Right. He gets eaten. Because how would the shark know like to wait until the starting oh, gun went off? He doesn't. <laughs> this oh, is he like, doesn't know. It reminds me when Evil Knievel jumped over the shark tank. Yes. Snake River. That was different, two different events. All right. So Michael Phelps versus a shark. There's no way a shark. And then uh, they also go, oh, by the way, Michael Phelps is retired. Yes, he's racing sharks now. (laughs) Because what else is there? Like, seriously. And I don't know. know, Are there professional swimming events? I have no idea. Not exactly mainstream. I know the ice skaters can do such and such on ice. Olympic ice skaters. They could do such and such. Well, like Disney on on ice. Oh, so that's where you go from an Olympic skater to Disney on ice. Sesame Street on ice. Yeah, for Phelps, he's teaching the porpoise level at the local Y. <laughs> yeah, what else is he doing? I don't know. Gold, Racing sharks. Gold medal ice skater, Elmo on ice. Elmo on ice. Jeez. Okay, uh, so I'm interested in Michael, Sharp's, Michael Phelps versus a shark, but I just have a feeling I'm going to be disappointed when I actually see it. You're not going to see it. Someone's going to be Are protected. you really going to spend the three minutes on this? I would watch this. I doubt it. I doubt it. I don't believe you. I don't think there's any chance you watch this. All right. All right. Who does Craig bet on? The shark. Of course the shark. Always take the animal. The wild animal. I agree. All right. This portion is sponsored by Dove Men Plus Care and Iperspirant. Did you know that 91% of guys that that use new Dove Men Plus Care and Iperspirant recommend it? So if you're heading to the gym right now, why not pick some up on the way? And on the way, probably more nonsense and good stuff uh, off the court. And we've got Boomer and Carton at 6 on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. 
Sort of. All right, welcome back. This portion brought to you by GNC. Not a great weekend for the Yankees. It wrapped up with their loss to the A's on Sunday. Chris Davis, the go-ahead two-run homer in the third inning. Uh, Yankees-Angels will be tomorrow at the stadium. Yankees come back for six. They've lost six in a row, and they're now tied with Boston atop the AL East for first place. Red Sox beat the Astros six to five. Mets over the Nationals five to one. Jacob deGrom had a home run, uh, also won eight innings for the win. Mets in L.A. And by the way, it's interesting. We'll get to this in a second. Mets in L.A. tonight. This portion brought to you by GNC now through July 5th. It's GNC's summer savings event. Get hot value starting at $9.99 in your favorite essentials, vitamins, fish oil, probiotics, and more. Change begins at GNC. Uh, Clayton Kershaw was supposed to pitch yesterday. They actually pushed him back, so he starts tonight, so the Mets will see him uh, tonight as they open up this West Coast trip. I mean, they're so far out of it. You can't really expect much, but this, these four games may not go well for them because the Dodgers are about as good as anybody right now in baseball. Brooks Kepka won the U.S. Open. Uh, with that, do we have time to play something? That's from... a guy, Bruce Kepka? Uh, no, it's a woman. It's the it's the U.S. Open, yes. Oh, got he it. Won. Guy. Uh, he's the champion. And then this has gone, as they call it, viral from Fox. Oh. Uh, this was Joe Buck at the end. And you'll notice uh, the correction in the middle. Leading the field in greens and regulation. His girlfriend, Becky Edwards. Joe, that's actually his new girlfriend. That's Jenna Sims. Yeah, so he kind of said this great moment. Everybody's saying Joe Buck, who I thought actually didn't have what I watched. was not bad this way. It was pretty good. Just misidentified girlfriends. Yes. So this great moment for Brooks Kepka that will live on for him forever. Go back and watch it. Well, he got the girlfriend right. All right. He probably ended up in an argument with the girlfriend over Joe Buck saying the wrong name. Why does he have her name? Yes. Very possible. So he's going to take a lot of heat for that. And, Jerry, there's a man on trial for double murder. That's not hilarious. But he had requested from the judge to wear, instead of a suit, you know, most of these guys, like even Ted Bundy, serial killers, when they go to uh, trial, they wear suits. Why do you have to request it? Why can't you just show up in whatever you want? I'm not sure, but he requested of the judge, could he wear his Tony Romo jersey? So he's going to roll up into court. What am I supposed to do with On that? double murder. <laughs> and he's a Romo fan. They also said this about the guy. Uh, his previous two wives also mysteriously passed away. Yeah. Oh, all right. Good. So he's a good yeah, guy. Yeah, so he'll oh, be in a Tony God. Romo jersey. Right. I guess he's hoping to get Cowboy fans on the jury. <laughs> I don't think that's going to work out for him. I never understood why murderers wore suits. I don't either. Like, well, first of all, they're trying to make like, you believe that they're not a murderer. Jeffrey Dahmer ate another hu- multiple humans, and he shows up in court. Oh, here I am in my suit. No, I agree with you. I don't understand what the point I is. I don't know what I could have possibly done wrong. I'm in this suit. <laughs> That's going to wipe away, wipe away all, all of the going things I've done. Going to for the next, well, the rest of my life. Right. I'm going to look good, though, before I put the orange suit on. But this guy, like you said, Jerry, just go show up in what you're comfortable in. He's and- comfortable in the Tony Romo jersey hey, good for him i suppose taking the stand and by the way was there anything more predictable than eric decker going to yes. tennessee going to nashville so his wife yes so look at that so that ended well i guess for him you could say yes well yeah he's off the jets that ended very well that's a very good point boomer and carton now on the van